911, what's your emergency? America's healthcare system is broken and people are dying. Welcome to Code Whack, where we shine a light on America's callous healthcare system, how it hurts us, and what we can do about it. I'm your host, Brenda Gazar. This time on Code Whack. Why is it that many Americans who have health insurance are still not able to get the care they need? What strategies are health insurers using to increase profits, but which also sometimes drive American families to financial ruin? To find out, we recently spoke to health insurance industry whistleblower and New York Times bestselling author Wendell Potter. Wendell's the former vice president of corporate communications for the health insurance giant Cigna. Today, he's a strong advocate for Medicare for All and is the co-founder of Business Leaders for Healthcare Transformation and the president of the Center for Health and Democracy. Welcome back to Code Whack, Wendell. Thanks for having me back. Last time we talked about how the insurance industry has profited so handsomely from the Affordable Care Act. This time, tell us about the strategies that work so well for them, like what you call cost shifting. One of the reasons I left Cigna was because I knew that the industry-wide strategy of shifting more and more people into what euphemistically we referred to as consumer-driven health plans would lead to the financial ruin of countless American families. And we were seeing that play out uh, right now. Uh, more and more families have insurance, paying a lot of money every month. And in many cases, they just simply don't have enough money uh, to spend out of their own pockets what they have to spend before their coverage will kick in. So that was a deliberate strategy. And um, the industry spent a lot of money on propaganda campaigns to get people like me and many others to say, this is the way uh, we need to um, do healthcare. So today, patients who are insured and are already paying premiums have to pay more money up front and pay quite a bit before their health insurance kicks in. And the talking point back then was that Americans needed to have more skin in the game, that during the era of managed care plans, of HMOs and PPOs, people didn't have to pay very much money out of their own pockets, except uh, in most cases what was considered a relatively modest copayment, maybe $10, $20 to see a doctor. Um, that was not generating enough profits for the industry. So they essentially said, uh, uh, let's move people into plans that make them pay more for care before we'll pay anything. And that's what happened. It started around well, the early 2000, really uh, picked up uh, steam around 2005 and just kept going uh, to the point that most of us now who have insurance are in one of these kinds of plans uh, that make us pay a lot of money. Uh, and the out-of-pockets take different forms. It can be deductibles, it can be co-payments, it can be co-insurance, it can be all three. Uh, and it can be well over ten or twenty thousand dollars a year, um, because of uh, uh, when you add all that together, we're talking about a lot of money. Right. Wow. Um, let's talk more about how these insurance industry practices affect patients. According to uh, a blog post we saw on Spend Me Not, almost sixty percent of U.S. adults have had medical debt at some point in their lives. Two-thirds of all personal bankruptcies are due to medical bills, and almost half of those who filed for medical bankruptcy cite hospital bills as their most considerable expense. What does this mean for Americans who need health care? Yeah. 
Uh, what this means for Americans who need health care is that uh, even if they have insurance, that's no guarantee that their bills are going to be covered and that uh, it is, uh, more and more people are certainly aware of this. And so they're foregoing the care. They're not going to the doctor when they should. They're not even, in many cases, picking up their prescriptions. They go to the pharmacy counter and find they have to pay uh, a lot of money, sometimes thousands of dollars, for a prescription that their doctor says they must have. Uh, and they have insurance, but it's not adequate because of these high deductibles they have to pay. Uh, so uh, it's, it's really quite a racket that's worked beautifully for the insurance companies and their shareholders. But uh, it, uh, the, the, for hospitals, uh, the, their biggest, their biggest and fastest growing component of uh, uncompensated, uncompensated care is from people who have insurance, but they can't cover their out-of-pocket requirements that their insurers demand. So because it costs so much, even with health insurance, many Americans are choosing not to seek health care or buy their medicines. But what about the people who can't avoid care? People who are in so much pain, people who are so sick they're desperate. They have to somehow scrape up the money or go into debt. Uh, and we continue in this country to have thousands and thousands of families filing for bankruptcy every year. Medical cost is uh, still continues to be the leading cause of medical bankruptcies. Uh, and uh, most of those people have insurance. They just can't uh, cover their out-of-pocket requirements. So the result is uh, more and more of us with insurance are turning to bankruptcy court. Often people will try to go to GoFundMe to beg for money uh, as an alternative, and usually that doesn't work. Um, and sadly, too many people... Uh, wind up in, in bankruptcy um, or uh, put so much money uh, and or on their credit cards that they will never pay those debts off. Wow, that's so true. What other trade-offs do Americans face when their children, their parents, their friends need care that they can't afford? Well, the trade-offs, people have to, sadly have to make decisions in many cases, uh, whether to uh, go to the doctor um, to pay for what they need uh, or pick up a prescription, uh, uh, either that uh, or put food on the table, pay the rent, make the car payment this month, uh, pay the mortgage, uh, or in many cases, if they have to have medication, they often will resort to, resort to pill splitting uh, or thinking they can get by uh, by skipping a dose or something. Uh, people who are diabetic, people who have chronic conditions uh, do that, and it's, it's very, very dangerous for, for people to do that if they, you know, if, you know the, these are life-saving medications for a lot of people, for diabetics, for people who have cancer, for what, what have you, uh, for MS. Uh, so many people have some kind of a chronic condition. The medications are expensive, and insurance companies are paying less and less for... Uh, a lot of medications that people have to, have to have to stay alive. Thank you, Wendell Potter. If you have a personal story you'd like to share about our WAC healthcare system, contact us through our website at heal-ca.org. Find more Code WAC episodes on ProgressiveVoices.com and on Nurse Talk Media. 
You can also subscribe to Code WAC wherever you find your podcast. This podcast is powered by Heal California, uplifting the voices of those fighting for healthcare reform around the country. I'm Brenda Gazar.